Hello, everybody. Ben Rogers here, the Raptors Digest. Riker, the first round matchup, the Toronto Raptors' first round matchup is set in stone. We are playing the Orlando Magic in the first round. I rarely make predictions, right, Ben? This time I was correct. We're going to break mm-hmm. down the full matchup, everything that's entailed, Terrence Ross and everything. Uh, but to start, we have exciting news on two fronts. One, you've heard it before. You're going to continue to hear it for a little bit. We're on all podcast platforms now, so you can listen to us offline, on the go, download it, wherever you want to hear it, whenever you want to hear it. So check that out for sure. And even more exciting news is we've officially partnered with Stance Socks, Basketball Lifestyle, the cool socks out there. I'm only... You, It's exciting because we're really only looking to partner with things that we personally love, that we can vouch for. And Ben, I remember my first pair of socks, some purple Galaxy stance socks. So coming May 1st, we're going to be dropping a lot of giveaways, a lot of cool stuff with that. But right now, it's playoff time. And let's break it down, man. First round, Orlando Magic. Certainly. So stay tuned for those giveaways because we're trying to give you guys some free socks. But yeah, the Orlando Magic, they're the first round matchup that you originally wanted. You know, the, they're a pretty solid team. They're led by Nikola Vucevic. He's currently averaging about uh, 21 points per game, obviously was an all-star. They have Aaron Gordon, Evan Fournier, and everyone's fa- favorite player in the league, Terrence Ross. You know, so <laughs> they're, they're, they're going to be a fun first round matchup, but you know, before we get into it, are you fearful for the Orlando Magic because they're the team you initially wanted, right? Do you think there's any potential, you know, worries about the Orlando Magic? Any players you're specifically worried no, about? No, I'm not. I'm not worried about anybody. I think that this is. We're going to try to build up the excitement as much as possible. I think there, there's definitely things to look forward to with this series, mm-hmm. but I can see this being an easy four games here. I would be surprised if it went to five, to be honest with you. I'm expecting mm-hmm. a sweep. I think that unanimously people around the league are expecting the Toronto Raptors to sweep. I've been looking at other media platforms to see what they're sort of expecting, see how underrated the Raptors are. And general consensus is everybody expects the Toronto to come in and handily deal with this Magic team. Good for them making it this far, but I I don't see any turbulence with this matchup. Maybe you see something that I don't. Well, this is the first time the Orlando Magic are making the playoffs since, you know, that infamous Dwight Howard trade. So this is a big year for the Magic. They're going to come in motivated, hungry, ready to go. They, They do have some... Interesting matchups. I'm in the same boat as you. I'm not really expecting a tough series out of this one. I think they'll fight hard, but I think the Raptors should win this handily. But they do have Aaron Gordon and Jonathan Isaac on the wings, who are two very long, mobile wing defenders who could potentially make some troubles for Kawhi Leonard and Pascal Siakam. I don't think they'll really shut them down. They're two talented guys that you know could be defended by some of the best defenders in the league, and they won't be shut down. But you know they they could make some worries in some games. Maybe you know get uncomfortable, make Pascal Siakam specifically uncomfortable, especially in his first real playoff run as a star. So that could be an interesting matchup to look out for. And Nikola Vucevic, he's really the guy the Toronto Raptors have to shut down. Now our big trade line acquisition, trade deadline acquisition was Marcus Saul. He's been you know for what he's been underwhelming in terms of scoring. Everything else he's been as market valued, as hyped up as we expected him to be. And defensively, it's been no different. So I think he'll be able to kind of negate some of the all-star prowess of Nikola Vucevic. I don't, yeah, you're higher on Nikola Vucevic Vucevic than I am. I I, I agree with you. He's put up numbers that have made him semi-worthy of being an all-star, even though really there's not that many players in the East, although the East has become stronger. There's not that many talents and individual talents so I think he kind of just slipped in there based off of 
really a lack thereof of other people to put in in that position, but it's not to say he's not a bad player. What I'm more interested in this series is seeing a lot of players on the Toronto Raptors and how they respond to playoff situations now that the lineup should tighten, it should become more consistent. Hopefully, if Nick Nurse understands what he's doing, he'll play what he's going to play now moving into the further rounds. Because this is a series where I expect you can play a 10-man rotation if you want to. It's just not beneficial for the rest of the team because it's not preparing them for the matchup against mm-hmm. the 76ers likely and then the Bucks or the Celtics likely. Um, so I'd like to see I'd like to see eight men play. I'd like to see Kawhi Leonard be aggressive. I'd like to see Marcus Saul be more aggressive with shot selection. And um, yeah, I'd like to see them stop the guys that they should stop because if there's only one person, let's say Vucevic is a worry. I mean, he's the only guy that you really need to shut down. Maybe Terrence Ross as well has been actually performing well, but we'll talk about him in a minute. If there's only one guy, you need to do your defensive job well because further matchups, you're going to have four or five guys who command a lot of attention. So these should all be runaway games or the Raptors will be underperforming in this series. Certainly. Now, the, a couple things about the Orlando Magic. Now, I'm a bit higher on Vucevic as well, so I think there could be some worries there. Maybe he could get the, the Orlando team a game. But they have had the second best record, I believe, or you know, a top record in the Eastern Conference since the All-Star break. So they've been getting hot at the right time. You know, they've been very motivated down the stretch to get where they, you know, are currently are, the playoff team, you know, face one of the top teams in the Eastern Conference after their rough start. So they're coming in with some momentum and the Toronto Raptors have struggled against the Orlando Magic this season. They're two and two. Now we all know regular season success against one team or another. We can look back to the twenty fifteen Wizards series where we swept them in the regular season they end up sweeping us in the playoffs so it's not necessarily the greatest predictor for playoff success what kind of things things have to happen in order for the raptors to drop a matchup or maybe even two games against the orlando magic what does it kind of rest on if let's say we have kyle lowry underperform in one game what is that going to equate to a loss or does it need to be kyle lowry and pascal siakam underperforming um, maybe even more than that. Like, what what will it take for the Orlando Magic to come out with a, a victory uh, and kind of upset the yeah, Raptors? Yeah, a couple of victories. Exactly. Yeah, because we I think it's nearly impossible for them to end up winning the series. I you know that that that'd be require a miracle for the Magic. But you know maybe the three point shooting reverts back to what it was at the beginning of the season and the shots aren't going in. Maybe Kawhi does get locked up. Maybe there's some breakout performance from Jonathan Isaac, Aaron Gordon in terms of defensive wing potential. That could be some worries there. Maybe they, you know, get the best of Kawhi or Pascal in a couple games. Pascal folds under the pressure. But, you know, those those are all things that we don't really expect to happen. So it, it's very unlikely, but there there is potential. There is some cause for concern. The Raptors can't take this series lightly. I think they gotta come out, handle their business, and, you know, as you mentioned, we have an eight man rotation get in playoff form, and Kawhi Leonard has mentioned it. The the whole season has been kind of practices for this moment. And I'd love to see the Raptors be able to come out and play like it. Yeah, absolutely. And you mentioned the eight-man rotation. We're saying this Mm -hmm. confidently now because news has it. OG, he's out of the lineup now for two weeks. Uh, You can break it down a little bit more, but likely he'll miss the entire... If the Raptors are smart, yeah, he'll miss the entire first Mm -hmm. round. What does that mean? And if he's out for the entire first round, are they even going to want to reintroduce him into the lineup in further... In further rounds, or if they have success, let's say they do a four-game sweep, and Norman Powell is overperforming for or outperforming what he has as of mm-hmm. if he's just more consistent because he's had good yeah. games, right? Is yeah. there even any sense in trying to push OG back into the lineup in the second round? 
Well, this could honestly be its whole video on its own, but OG has been pretty solid this season. I think both of us want to see him in the rotation in some some form, but we, we both have mentioned. We want our seven guys that are locked in. Norman Powell's really taking the reins in terms of being the eighth player on this roster to get minutes. You're going to have to run at least eight players in order to keep everyone at least well-rested throughout a game. And then OG could possibly be in there for stretch minutes to show what defense potentially can do. So... The fact that we're not reliant on OG scoring, because that's the thing that really takes the most of a hit when you're getting back into the form of things. You know, obviously he's out with a percent, uh, appendix surgery. You know, uh, he had a appendiscopomy. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. So he's going to be out two, maybe three weeks. Most people that I know who have had this kind of surgery, they're usually out for a lot longer than that. So that might be an understatement. But OG Ananobi, I- I'd like to see him at least get a shot. And maybe run eight deep, but there's no one else I'd really trust outside of those nine guys. And OG's knocked out there. Maybe Patrick McCaw, if he comes back healthy as well, could get some run. But I, I think we're we're both in agreement. The eight man is the way to go in this series. Absolutely. And now the final thing that I want to talk about. Feel free to bring up more stuff, but mm-hmm. the main interesting aspect of this series is the meme team or the dream meme or the infamous. Terrence Ross, my <laughs> my unanimously least favorite player in the league, unanimously of one. It's only me that's deciding this. My least favorite player in the league. <laughs> what what do you expect from him in this series? Who's going to be defending him? Is he going to have any big games? Is he going to drop another one fifty one point game um, and absolutely shock the Toronto Raptors? Is he going to come out with a vengeance or what, what do you expect from Terrence Ross in this series, Ben? Well, T. Ross, we saw him in the playoffs of the past. He doesn't usually step up in playoff moments, but this season has been like no other for Terrence Ross. He's averaging 15 points per game, three rebounds, four assists. By far the best season of his career. He's been very consistent. He's been a veteran for this Orlando Magic team. And, you know, I've been a big, huge fan of Terrence Ross. People of the podcast know that for myself. Obviously, you're, you have the juxtaposed position. But I could see Terrence Ross having a big series against the Toronto Raptors, being motivated to come back against his former team. Do I necessarily think he's going to have a 51-point night stretches and lead the Magic to a couple wins, maybe three or three wins or series victory or something like that? I don't think that would be the case. Terrence Ross has struggled in these types of moments when players have been able to lock in on his game because he's not a he's despite his phenomenal athleticism he really doesn't slash that much he has a decent handle on him but he usually reverts to this kind of mid-range post game these floaters and he doesn't have a wide arsenal of moves he's pretty good at two three four things which is you know nice to see makes him a capable rotation player but in the playoffs you can really lock in on those guys and you look at the Toronto Raptors wing defenders that are going to be playing on this team you know Kawhi Leonard you know, Norman Powell is a phenomenal on-ball defender. Danny Green can lock people up. You know, the guys that Terrence Ross is going to have to play against, I really don't see him getting buckets. Despite despite my fandom of Terrence Ross and I love him as a player, I, I don't see him having a big series. And I'll be keeping him under a heavy microscope. There's going to be a lot of scrutiny towards <laughs> Terrence Ross for any mistake that he makes, and it will you will be guaranteed that it's going to appear in the Reaction Podcast. I might even need to make a new segment for him because I think I have a special place reserved for him in each game, uh, whether it be the OGs or the Damari Carroll Gold Star. So instead of you know making it predictable, maybe I'll just give Terrence Ross in this series uh, his own segment so we can talk about him in the podcast. But it's fun, man. We have to look forward to things like this yep. because, like like we said, it's, it's probably not going to be... Uh, Uh, the most hard-fought series to advance from, but there's going to be things that the Raptors fans have been 
eagerly anticipating all season long, seeing Kawhi Leonard in absolute 100% performance mode in the playoffs, right? Watching them advance, getting past the first round, not having to face the Cavaliers at some point. A lot of things uh, that really, for me, are building up the excitement, and I can't wait for tomorrow to come and and to see the first game. And we don't have the worst time slot. That can't be understated. Yeah, no, that, that's big facts. That's an exciting thing. But uh, the you know you're not the biggest fan of Terrence Ross just because of how inconsistent he was with the Raptors. He not was a turnover was machine, person- Ben. He was yeah. a turnover machine. <laughs> not because of his personality or anything no, like God, that. No, Off the court, he's a, him, yeah. yeah, he's a great guy. But someone that does have a bad reputation in Toronto for personality wise, you know, Evan Fournier. A player a couple years back in 2016 when the Toronto Raptors had their first series against the Cleveland Cavaliers made a tweet. He made a tweet saying the Toronto Raptors had no chance of winning a game against the Cleveland Cavaliers, despite the Orlando Magic not having made the playoffs ever since he's been there. So that that led to a lot of scrutiny and hate to this day from Toronto Raptors fans for making that kind of unnecessary, ignorant tweet considering we were in the Eastern Conference Finals, and we did end up winning two games in that series. So what do you think the reception for Evan Fournier will be? Now, seeing him in the first couple games, the Toronto Raptors can really have at Evan Fournier. You know what? I love the French. I like French people. I have plenty of French friends. Um, we're a diverse place, Canadians, uh, but I don't know how many French basketball fans there are living in Toronto. So I would say for people to go in and recognize this tweet that you've picked out, this maybe obscure two-year-old tweet from a pretty irrelevant basketball player on one of the most mediocre teams in the league. Uh, well, he's pretty good. He averages 15 points per game. Yeah. He's, he's not he's not irrelevant. I didn't say... I, okay, I said he's mediocre. Yeah. Okay, I said the team is yeah. mediocre. Okay, fine. Yeah. One of the most mediocre players on one of the most mediocre teams. Yeah. Uh, not yeah. to be overly <laughs> critical here of Evan Fournier, because um, I could, the only thing you can be really critical of is that poor man's hairline. It, it completely went away. Uh, <laughs> we're... <laughs> No more player bashing, but yeah, no, I don't think that people are going to go in with a with a vendetta or a bad spirit or angst towards Evan Fournier. He's going to go out there, he's going to try to do his little floaters and three-pointers, and he'll be unsuccessful. That's, that's, I'll, I'll put my word on that. Will Evan Fournier be booed? No. No? You don't think so? I don't, I do I, not I, think I so. Could... Toronto Raptors fans are wild. I could I could see him getting getting booed. Even the fr- the fans in Montreal where I'm at right now. If, so if, if I if there's a majority percentage of people listening to this year podcast that attend the first game in the in the I keep wanting to say the ACC in the Scotia Bank Arena the SBC. Oh God, it's a terrible acronym. <laughs> if there's a majority percentage of people in that arena that have listened to this podcast, maybe then they'll feel the urge to boo, in which case I'll say yes. If not, then I don't expect to hear any boos uh, when we're listening to our beloved TSN stream. An Evan Fournier chant from Raptors Digest. Get that going in the stands uh, in in the SBC, the Scotiabank Center. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, you know, the, the Magic, they have some players. It's going to be very interesting. We don't really expect any upsets. You know, they brought in Michael Carter-Williams as well. He could maybe do something. I don't really know. He's been pretty good for the Orlando Magic. So it's going to be interesting. It's going to be very interesting to see. Let us know what you guys think of this playoff series. Is this what you want? Anything we missed about the Orlando Magic team? Let us know in the comment section below. You know, check out the Twitter, the Instagram, all that stuff. You're the best for making this far. Any last words on this playoff series, Riker? Mm, This playoff series will be a fantastic success. A fantastic success? Are you saying sweep? I'm saying sweep. I'm saying you can bring out the the dustpan and the broom already. I'm calling sweep as well. All right. Sounds good to me. Let us know what you guys think. Cheers.